You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Rooster. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Oh, hi. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Ruru, or Hello Rooster. Um, I'm a performer um, in porn. (laughs) Um, I'm also um, an advocate for, like, performer safety and uh, working, better working conditions than better... Uh, labor rights in porn um and i'm also like a cinematographer so what do you think about the stigma attached to the number how many people you've slept with um i feel that's for me um i think also being like a sex worker and um Mm -hmm. in porn like i don't think of those as like my actual number um I think um, my, yeah, uh, my actual uh, number is quite small. Yeah. Outside oh, that's of really interesting, work. actually. Yeah. Um, and um, I, yeah, I never like kind of think of like putting oh like all those people that I've I've had sex with for work, you know, putting them on like my like a List. notch in my bed yeah or like you know like a tick <laughs> like oh yeah like I've got all of that. Um, yeah. Are they two separate two separate lists? I don't know. I think as a kid, when I, you know, because I, I very much like the stereotype, like everyone wants to, you know, watching a lot of porn, I'm always kind of fantasizing and being like, oh, I'm, you know, if, I, if I'm ever in porn, yeah, like all of these things I'm going to ch- uh, tick off. Um, but then actually um, working in porn and actually that being like two separate things. And yeah, like I, I never kind of envisioned, I always thought, as a kid like yeah it will just be like one kind of you know big kind of uh, amazing experience and just like yeah like you know um my private sex life is also the sex life that i have in front of like uh in front of the camera and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but that's not the case yeah um it just kind of naturally um it wasn't even a, a conscious thing um it just naturally yeah different two different things it's more like oh okay those are friends that i know who i also happen to have sex with and fuck on camera yeah um and it just seems very different um well yeah because like when you're by yourself like in a room with someone on bed like it's just like it's an intimate experience but shooting porn isn't exactly the most intimate of experiences Mm. because there's a lot of people there there's a lot of people watching you there's other things to think about yeah and like i don't know where do you because i i've been in um orgies before and it's like okay where do you (laughs) draw the line in terms of like (laughs) are those people included in your number yeah (laughs) yeah like 
when you've made contact, like your your legs kind of touch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he grabbed my balls. Is that like yeah, one accent, person? Yeah, like, you know, um, the boom pole kind of touched <laughs> an intimate part. Like, <laughs> do was I that, include that? Was that a sexual partner? <laughs> <laughs> I looked into the director's eyes and I came. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then it just I feel it it just blurs the line and um, yeah um. yeah there's nothing wrong with that that (laughs) I love the fact that you don't really have a list or a number it's just all just whatever happens happens yeah but I'm I'm also really very forgetful like um, (laughs) I really struggle to um, yeah um, remember a lot of the people remember them (laughs) oh my god no I'm just forgetful in general it's not um about the number it's just yeah. like my brain and my partner also just like constantly like yeah well i guess if you're also fucking for work then it the, it's too much to remember mm-hmm. i mean I, when i look back to all the times when i was having loads of one night stands when i was like in my early 20s i don't remember every single person i fucked Definitely. Like, no way. Yeah, I, you know when you you just walking down the road and you're like, oh, I fucked them as well. I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> you you yeah. mentioned you had a partner. Yes. Yeah, can you talk about them? Uh, yeah. Um. So we uh um we've been in a relationship uh for three four years. Um, and uh she's married. Um, and we all kind of like live in this um I guess house and sleep. In the same bed. Um, I'm I'm more involved with her um, than her husband. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, Is it a polyamorous relationship? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I, I would kind of maybe label it more like non-monogamous. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Because also, like, there's times where I, she has this kind of thing where she keeps on teasing me that um, because I don't have that many relationships or sexual kind of things outside of our relationship so mm. she's always like oh okay you're monogamous with me and yeah. i'm just like yeah I've, I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard the term emotionally monogamous and it's it's like you can have sex with other people but you emotionally want to stay with them yeah like i mean i would um i think when i first kind of came to poly um i pretty much like um Solo poly was very much um, the identity that I kind of took, mm. where um, I, my primary partner is myself, mm-hmm. and um, before anyone else, and everyone else is like a secondary partner. Interesting um, way of looking at it. Yeah, um, whilst I think a lot of people approach poly um, or like non-monogamy as a couple, so you know, you know, um, their their other partner is their primary uh, partner, and then everyone else that they date are secondary. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, so since that, like, you know, I always kind of think of myself first or maybe selfishly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not really selfish. It's just more, um, yeah, like my primary kind of partnership is with myself. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to be selfish sometimes. I mm. really do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all need to be a little bit more selfish so we can be a little bit more happy. Yeah. Yeah. Selfish is a bad word. It, it should really just be like self-care. Yeah. 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 Looking after yourself. Yeah. It selfish brings up bad thoughts. Fuck Uno. The last fuck. Um, so it was actually this morning. Um, <gasps> fresh. <laughs> fresh. Yeah. I love it fresh. <laughs> but also, 
you know, we haven't actually had sex for a while um, for so many reasons. Um, um, I've been going through like a lot emotionally, but um, yeah, like, you know, it, it was really, really great. Like, you know, um, just to kind of... To yeah. re... <laughs> Not invent. I was like, reinvent sex. <laughs> no. Yeah, like reignite. Just, yeah, yeah, reignite. reignite. Yeah, yeah. It was that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was definitely reigniting. Something. Nice. Can you tell us any juicy details? What kind of sex are you have? I feel like my sex is very boring. Like, um, <laughs> like no, my private. No, no sex is boring. No True. sex is boring if it's pleasurable. But you always kind of think of you know, oh, okay, someone who um, works in porn or porn stars and you know performers that their sex life is very outrageous over, yeah, yeah and like over the top and it's the same with people talking about sex They're yeah like, we're, we're sluts and we fuck around all the time we must get laid all the yeah. time and it's amazing and yeah. it's exactly the same for porn yeah, yeah. Our porn is. <laughs> yeah. and all i really want is for someone to sit on my face <laughs> <laughs> is that that's it that does it and pretty much yeah like you know that's literally what happened <laughs> i'm sure amazing. so many so many people listening to this just got very moist right now <laughs> that is so many people's dreams just to have yeah, somebody eat like them out some good old-fashioned face-sitting face-sitting you know, love it like and... the smothering part as well like or is it it's like so many things like the smothering part but like the dominance and submissive kind of part yeah. elements and like also humiliation has become like a, is a big thing for me oh, um that's sexy or in the last kind of two three years it's been like a big kind of draw mm -hmm. um yeah and then when you know someone just kind of combines it with like dirty talk or like you know spit and saliva and you know just yeah. like spitting from above mm -hmm. into you oh, oh, i'm just yeah. like and their pleasure as well yeah and then like <laughs> just tease and denial and all oh, i'm just like stop it <laughs> amazing yeah. my vagina's galloping <laughs> right now at the thought of this. yeah i actually like like i like it the other the other way round i guess like i always fantasize that when i'm masturbating by myself like i imagine like my boyfriend straddling me and i've just got his cock in my face mm -hmm. lovely <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to think that i loved just being submissive but recently i mean i watched every i watch everything mm. now i do like the the swap and the change i also really like men making other men submissive as well it's like a huge mm, thing oh yeah the moment. um <gasps> oh. yeah oh um like the whole kind of like bisexual cockhold kind of thing and oh like, cockhold mm. yeah i don't know i think <laughs> again like accumulation is like a very strong thing mm. um like giving and receiving and it's just i don't know it's like a very recent thing in like the last two three years and maybe because i've established with uh, this partner um that kind of like safety and the yeah. trust mm. the trust yeah yeah and i'm just like yeah how did you discover that you liked humiliation because i feel like a lot of people would be quite scared to admit that yeah yeah i i, I don't I, I was very like very much into impact play and like kink and um i think that was when i was pretty much like exploring my sexuality um mm that was what I was doing a lot more of. Um, and it wasn't really, you know, I was more like of a switch. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, sometimes like top or bottom or like dom, like slup, um, sub. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, w it wasn't really about like humiliation. It was just more about, you know, um, receiving a lot of impact uh, play and like pain and, you know. Yeah. And then at some point my body just couldn't take 
the pain, pain anymore. Yeah. And then That's suddenly, so interesting. yeah, suddenly I just like humiliation was like a thing, like spit, and you know, yeah, it was just like. Because well, yeah. humiliation is more mental dominance over yeah. physical. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love, fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God. <laughs> like, all of it. And the dirty talk as well. You're uh, just yeah. like, yeah. you're pathetic. I can't yeah. believe you're getting off on this. Oh my God, I'm just turning myself on now. I need to stop. <laughs> I think it's really important to point out as well that people's um, interests in sex and what they enjoy changes. Yeah. yeah. It fluctuates. Yeah. So true. And you might like like something one year and then the next year you're like, actually i kind of want to move on to something else now yeah like i never thought i would yeah like particularly like mental kind of you know pleasure, yeah that kind of psychological kind mm-hmm. of stuff like i it wasn't really for me like you know when i was younger or in my teens and um early 20s um it was more about like the physical kind of you know aspect of sex and um visual but then yeah something changed and it just be, kind of became more like mental Would you be able to tell us about your first time? Um, so I've, I've had a very complicated or um, complex relationship with sex in terms of being a survivor of like childhood sexual abuse and mm. trauma and stuff. And like sex has always like fascinated me since then. And mm-hmm. um, it was always s- something to engage with. But like, it, yeah, it was a very kind of difficult journey um and um i don't know like um it, it's it's taking a while to really be kind of comfortable with sex um but it's i i've i've reached a certain point where it's like yeah i i feel um very comfortable you know like enjoying sex and not you know um my past kind of like or my first kind of sexual experience you Mm. know defining me or stopping me from enjoying yeah um how have you managed to get there um it's it's been difficult like you know hitting like several roadblocks um in terms of um yeah like i i feel like i (laughs) in terms of like the stereotype of you know oh like you know you think of uh, porn performers and porn stars you know when mm. did you um, when was your first um, if I kind of think of it outside of um, uh, that first as a kid um, I, you know I had sex in like my early 20s that was like my first kind of you know I think consensual yeah. sexual experience like everything before that yeah like I hadn't um, pretty much had sex so I think yeah. I kind of compared I'm always like oh maybe I had sex quite late um, compared to everyone else mm. Um but it was really like interesting, you know, I felt that w- I was ready then, you know, having taken the time and um, it was with someone who I'd built a connection with and really trusted and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we took things very slow. And I think like the first time um, we tried, um, like, yeah, we were both kind of like, ah, what do we do? And then <laughs> yeah. and we were 20 and it was like, <laughs> Why is this not like obviously we watch loads of porn, but like why is this not going in and yeah. all this kind of thing? And yeah. I'm like, um, it's almost like porn sometimes doesn't really work like real sex. Yeah, <laughs> who'd have known? <laughs> Lies to you. It's like what it just slips in straight away. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was. It was. We. I, yeah. I think we tried for like half an hour and like. Yeah. It was. 
And then like I feel my penis was just like going like slapping you on know, it. Like, yeah, it was just like there. nope, yeah. nope, nope. Like <laughs> um, Where's the hole? Where's yeah, the hole? It was yeah, it, it just um and then like you know, I think we tried like uh the next morning and it just kind of worked. Um, and yeah. I think since then that kind of relationship was just um, like establishing that kind of like uh, safe space, um, especially emotional mm-hmm. safe space. Um, yeah. Um, I've really um, been able to engage um, um, in sex and actively like enjoy sex. But I've also learned a lot about, you know, my own like boundaries and uh, um, a lot of things. Um and also uh, with therapy, like, you know, going um, mm-hmm. doing a lot of like psychosexual therapy. And Yay, we love therapy. Yeah, it's been um, really um, helpful. I've, I've got this T-shirt which says um, therapy shouldn't be a luxury. Um, mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. It should um, be it should be mandatory in schools. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That'd be so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah it's like Fuck so maths. Imp- just do therapy. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes. like so important. I, I feel people got- don't realize how... You know, for for anything, I mean, not just, you know, um, sex and all of these kind of things, like, you know, with work and with, mm-hmm. you know, everything, therapies, like, so, you know, just to be able to speak to someone who has, like, no connection to you and you, you could just kind of be like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. A lot of it's to do with understanding, though, mm. because you just have no idea and you, you don't understand why until they help you figure it out and mm. understand the situation because you end up, getting it all caught up in your own head and thinking that mm. it's your fault or yeah. having yeah well we're not side effects that's the mm. wrong word but managing it in a completely different way yeah. yeah can i ask if you were able to open up to your first sexual partner about your assault and did that help you get through it i think unfortunately not <laughs> like oh. i i i remember it being very difficult mm. um and again with or what i've later learned um you know, in regards to like stigma and also people's like um, how certain people of like different like genders like also, you know, react to, you know, uh, sexual assault and, you know, mm-hmm. how they're able to be vocal about it. And, you know, does sexual assault happen to people who define as like men and all of these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I remember really struggling to find the words, mm-hmm. but then I was also like coming to terms with my sexuality around that time like i identify as like queer um or pansexual um mm. and you know my like the experience that i had as a kid being from you know um by someone who was you know um male bodied or like male identified mm. um and that kind of messing with you know oh, okay like or me struggling to kind of think okay am i attracted to people of you know um this gender because of that oh, or you know and this attachment and stuff but then it was only through therapy and stuff and like also like understanding of like queerness and all of these kind of things that i was yeah. actually like actually no it has like no mm-hmm. um yeah like a um there's no relationship to yeah. it. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, um, I remember like really struggling to a lot, like in my early twenties, um, and with that first relationship, and even after. Um, and I think 
finding the words like queer and you know also going to therapy really helped a lot regarding um feeling safe and confident in my sexuality and being able to explore my sexuality safely without yeah. it being traumatic yeah you know um, and keep on going back to this kind of first sexual experience as like a defining moment and mm-hmm. being like actually no like you know um that happened but okay like i can still enjoy and have safe sex thank you for being so honest yeah no? thank mm-hmm. you no so worries. much fuck three the fuck that made me again like it's um very much not to kind of stick with like trauma but um Mm. like i was someone who didn't particularly enjoy oral but again like having i think um a fuck that kind of like changed me where i never really had like oral sex like receiving oral sex um and then for um someone to kind of like do that or like i don't know um unintentionally violate those boundaries and stuff yeah and then it kind of made me put me in a place where i started thinking about um and having to engage in like oral sex and or receiving oral sex and and made me want to um or gave me the space where i was able to then enjoy it okay Mm. um well so how did you get over that um don't know <laughs> i think it was just <laughs> yeah like it? a lot of um um a lot of trust probably yeah um so i you know with um it was with um several people but um yeah you know again with my partner and um uh someone else that i i i saw um or i am still seeing yeah. um who lives out in philly um i think you know, having, uh, you know, created such, like, a safe kind of um, space with them, um, I was able to kind of, like, they would always, like, check in with me regarding that and take in very baby steps of, like, okay, can I touch you here? And, you know, is yeah. this okay? And stuff like that. Um, so important. Yeah. Um, and so it really kind of, like, my confidence in engaging in that kind of, like, yeah. activity was really um helpful um and then also just like you know the sex that we had not just you know with that because like you know um not only do i just particularly like you know face that you know someone sitting on my face but like also you know fingers in my mouth or you know kind of you know um objects in my mouth um and i think it was able you know being able to have that kind of safe space, you know, we were able to like explore so much. And mm-hmm. um, I remember um, also in that same kind of, I think we had like sex for like an hour and a half or something like that, mm-hmm. where nice. um, it was just like, you know, fingers and mouths and like dildos and like face sitting and like, um. you know, they were like bleeding at the time and like period sex and just like, it was so just like cool. this kind of, you know, wow. like, oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, so since then, like, um, yeah, it was just like, oh, like I, I can do all these things. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm receiving oral, which I don't really enjoy, but you know, yeah. Um, do you enjoy receiving oral now? Yeah, and I think this might go into like the best fuck, like where you know, um, mm. 
I think that is like <laughs> the best kind of like sex that I've had. But oh, like, really? um, the w- I think you know, um, the one that defined me was you know with this person, um, where um, again, you know, I literally I hadn't. Uh, I, I think I knew them in a week and, you know, we'd built so much like trust and we ended up having this like amazing kind of sex and just, you know, all the stuff that was involved in it um, yeah. was like really amazing. Fuck four. The best fuck. As someone who I'd never really like experienced oral. Yeah. Um, in my past kind of sexual history yeah. to I was um, in a relationship with someone uh, for six months and they were like really, they really loved giving oral and okay. I was like someone who didn't really enjoy or was very kind of new to receiving yeah. oral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, again, I think that was like when like humiliation was like a thing that I was exploring. Okay. Um, so I remember, you know, they w- they really loved kind of giving like very a lot of spit and saliva and very deep throat and gagging and stuff. And I, yeah. I think I'd always when I'd watch porn, like that was always like an image like, oh, yeah, very fascinating. Yeah. Um, mm. But like it was something I couldn't bring myself like emotionally or oh. physically to do. And then having going um, being in this like relationship with this person who really enjoyed it and mm-hmm. then also yeah like um starting to enjoy it and starting to explore that Mm -hmm. and you know just i remember one night you know like they were just kind of like going to town and and there was like you know a towel and there was like saliva everywhere and and then (laughs) i'll just be like okay like you know that um like she was kind of giving me like I'm a blowjob and I'll, I'll just kind of like bring her head up and then just say like, oh, I'll spit in my mouth and then yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> down. And I was just like, like I, it was just like this kind of, I, I, it wasn't even like a sub-dom kind of thing. It was just. Just all kinds. Yeah. Of and things. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, spit in my mouth and, you know, <laughs> and then they'll go kind of back down and like, you know. Um, yeah. You know, kind of keep on like, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that kind of back and forth and was just like really like I feel like the best kind of fuck. And then mm-hmm. um, you know, they uh Yeah, um they also kinda of made me kinda of go down on them and then um they also um could kinda of like squirt. I think that was like the first and only maybe the only person that I've been with who can kinda of squirt and you know Yeah. I just remember like, ah, oh, um squirt in my mouth and then you know there's like Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. Open the floodgates. Yeah, like, you know, please squirt in my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like there's like so much communication like happening during that sex. Yeah. And I feel maybe, you know, that's, you know, I had to learn that through um, because of my experience as a kid, like, and always having like a difficulty, like, you know, um, um, getting getting started with sex. So, uh, and what, like performing in porn has like really helped uh-huh. me like where I'm able to kind of have difficult conversations around sex mm. and like consent and boundaries yeah um in the beginning mm-hmm. before engaging in sex um or even ongoing kind of consent and um mm. yeah um it's really like helped 
So you feel like porn, like being a porn performer has helped in your own personal sex life? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and it's definitely changed, you know, like, yeah, where, you know, um, yeah, I feel like the majority of those people I've spoken about have are either sex workers or very kind of close yeah. proximity um, with sex workers or in that kind of community. And yeah, um, I felt kind of safe to kind of, you know, um, so it's had like a very huge impact on my sexuality and mm-hmm. um, I'm very grateful. Um, yeah, for, for, you know, Mm-hmm. But I like it. Fuck number five. The worst fuck. Like I've, I feel I've not really had a worse kind of fuck. Yeah, like, you know, a kind of consensual kind of, you know, um, mm. outside of, you know, those kind of, I think traumatic yes yeah. <laughs> events um that's amazing though like yeah like champagne I, but all pop <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like all of them there's always something and again i don't know what it's because of like my sexuality like being pansexual like you know um mm. there's always something i feel like i have so many fetishes and as a kid like i was very much like watching like all the porn like every <laughs> type of porn and it was just yeah. like um and i always like any kind of sex I have like there's always something I take away from it that I really like enjoy and it's mm. not you know I might not have like an amazing like orgasm but uh, it's not like oh okay that was uh, that was the worst it's yeah. still an enjoyable yeah. experience yeah yeah um so yeah I'm kind of but maybe I was a, like my number is not that <laughs> big so I, I, I it doesn't know. have to be there's nothing yeah. wrong uh, if you're comfortable with the number that you have, then hell yeah. yeah. For fuck's sake. So the question from our listeners today is, is it okay to masturbate regularly? <laughs> Depends how regularly. That's quite um, an open statement because masturbating regularly is great unless you think you have a problem. Mm. And it overtakes your life and all you can think or do or is yeah. masturbate cancel plans or if it ruins actual sex yeah and what relationships is relationships what is masturbating too much like if when i think of like masturbating regularly i think like okay like once a day yeah regularly is kind of like a nice word what do, yeah. what do you think Ru? i don't know I, I masturbate um so i feel like as a kid i masturbated loads into my <laughs> teens and you know what that, loads so um, even now, like um, take for example, you know, when I'm pe- feeling like particularly frustrated or I'm working on a project mm. and I'm behind a computer, I can like masturbate like 17 times in a day. <gasps> Whoa, and, that <laughs> is a lot. Yeah, and, it, and it's kind of like, you know, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm behind a computer and I'm writing something and I'm just like, yeah, I just need 30 minutes yeah. to, I'm frustrated, frustrated and I, I want to finish this line and then I just yeah. masturbate and then Whoa. go back. Do you so ever hurt good. yourself? Because that's quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's, it's kind of, maybe not hurt myself, but it, it, it reaches the point where I'm so frustrated where like, like the cum doesn't come yeah, out. Yeah, dry like it just, cum. It's yeah. just like you, your, your body kind of convulses or you, you, yeah. you have like some sort of like, orgasm but it's like oh no come <laughs> yeah and then it's like 
Oh, um, so then it, it feeds into further frustration. Yeah, and, I can imagine. Um, wow. yeah. Oh, there's something about working from home that makes me masturbate. Oh my God, Prequesta wank. Prequesta wank, that's what it's yeah. called. That is like oh the definition God. of university. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there. Yeah. We've got like projects to do, deadlines, and like, yeah, but... But yeah. One more. Yeah. Or yeah. a boredom wank as well. You can definitely yeah. boredom wank. And a wank to get you to sleep. Yeah. Oh, like I mean, that's yeah. Well. Every yeah. Like that's a given. Yeah. A given. <laughs> you know what's happened to me? It's like we. My partner used to be on shifts, and now we're always in. Quite often, we're going to bed at the same time, which completely ruins my <gasps> masturbation <laughs> schedule. Because I've tried like a couple of times just um, getting the doxy out when he's in bed anyway. But he's obviously still awake because he always falls asleep after me. And I just feel like, like last time I did it, I hid under the covers because I was like, I just cannot like see you there in the corner of my eye <laughs> whilst I'm masturbating did you have like a conversation about like okay I'm gonna yeah gonna... yeah so I was like do you mind if um I masturbate and he was like sure do it go yeah. ahead <laughs> yeah it, I, I was it like a one-off question or is it like a question like every night kind of thing no I've just like denied myself my nightly masturbate it's because that toy is loud though you are disturbing their peace and quiet not yeah. not intentionally <laughs> but it's I've, I've had to ask me like are you asleep yet um, like, do you mind if I get the toy and it's like yeah. <laughs> so loud yeah but, like, you like, need to you need to sleep I need to get my sleep you know yeah. I need that like endorphin rush which is just gonna help me relax and go to sleep so i guess we're saying that it's okay to masturbate regularly oh yeah 100 percent. you know round back up to that like it is okay to masturbate regularly yeah but like if it's affecting as you said earlier if it's a if it's getting in the way of your life then then maybe cut down yeah Yeah. there's like no right number you know like 17 is you know something that i yeah. Not regularly, but like when I'm particularly um, frustrated. Oh, yeah, I feel like six, like normally in a day or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um, Still, like... that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. But like, but not, in, very a, quick, not like in a bad 15, way. Like, you know, 15 yeah. minutes, you know, like. It's in 15 seconds. Yeah. No, like 15 minutes. Like just, oh, like but frustrated. That, that, that might not be quick for some people. That's quick could be a minute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Mm. Wait. But you know, like it, it takes me. It it can take me two minutes. No, yeah. Let's say five minutes to come, yeah. or it can yeah. take me two hours. I mean, I could. Yeah, five. Yeah, I could do five. Yeah, minutes. I could do five minutes. Mm-hmm. Too. It's like you don't want to. You really yeah. want to long it out yeah. and make it into like a real yeah. nice orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So Florence, give us one of our listeners' sex stories. Okay, so I met this really attractive, really smart guy one day while out in the city. And we exchanged numbers. With all the dating apps and everything else, this type of organic meeting is really rare. And I was so excited to meet up with this guy. We finally arranged a date and we... We finally arranged a date and after we went back to his place and began to hook up. A few things made this hook up from her. The hookup from hell. Um, one, he wasn't good at following directions and didn't... Sorry. One, he wasn't good at following directions and I didn't climax... Dot, dot, dot. At all. Two, he was a lip biter. Like, more than anyone I've ever met. Even though I kept telling him to stop biting my lip, he continued... 
Oh, that's oh. a bit weird. Yeah, like how much of I mean, I must admit I was <laughs> <laughs> I had made a mistake. With lip biting. <laughs> um three. My nose ring had fallen out during the fumbling around and kissing, so I went home without having finished, a sore bottom lip. It was swollen and peeling on the inside the next day and having to go buy a new nose ring. Perhaps unsurprisingly, we did not hook up again. Very sad because he was very cute and intelligent. Uh, I must say, like, I feel um, there was some kind of similarities. (laughs) You were like, was this story about me? Yeah, was this about me? (laughs) Um, Did you prep this specifically (laughs) for me? Yeah, I had like one, like a, actually it was like a friend of a friend. um, Yeah. And we kind of hooked up. And this was again, like. Did you meet in the city? We met in Prague. Hmm. That is a city. (laughs) Yeah, that is a city. I feel like they're talking about like the 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 city city in London. The city, it could be any city. Unfortunately, yeah, we were just film students. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we, I don't know, like. Neither of us could kind of make the move and stuff like that. And then finally we started kissing in this like uh, pub in Prague, which was like a cave as well. Wow. Um, and um, I just remember like biting her lip. Like I didn't think it was like that hard yeah. or like aggressive. And then yeah. um, at some point she kind of like shows me her lip or she goes to the bathroom and comes yeah. back and then her <gasps> lip is like literally like swollen like oh like, no like, literally like the biggest like um, yeah and almost like when she was speaking it would like actually affect um, oh no and i was just like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> i was <laughs> but we we still go back to mine and i'm <laughs> unfortunately like we didn't make out as much um yes. like, stay, small, away. Stay, yeah, away. stay away from the lip <laughs> um but yeah I was, I was just like oh my god like i'm so sorry yeah i enjoy a bit of like um like light, light bitting um i yeah i enjoy a bit of lip bitting bitting <laughs> why can i not talk <laughs> lip biting i enjoy <laughs> lip biting uh, but not if it was gonna like leave my lip like swollen up yeah that sounds crazy that like how hard did you bite her <laughs> I think I was very, yeah, it was early, you know, one of my first hookups. Although, you know what? Like, have you ever, like, sort of just chewed on your lip for a while and it ends up swelling up loads? It's swelling up a little bit, but to the point where you have a speech impediment. (laughs) (laughs) Which one are we talking about? Our listeners' story. I feel like I'm actually the person (laughs) that she's referring to. You know what? That's very true. We're talking about our listeners' story here. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm just flabbergasted. I'm like imagining this girl with like a massive. Literally, duck. it was yeah, not. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, one of the most cringe. But oh. like, you know, she's still a friend. So. And at least you can yeah, talk about it and good. learn from it. It's important. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yet. I feel that you know, I've learned a lot of people's bodies react differently like you know yeah for sure yeah um, like bruising even you know you you grab a girl and one girl you might not see anything another girl will have hand marks and bruises yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i I say girl it could be guy it could be anyone yeah 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 um and you know it wasn't as hard as you know i'd done to anyone else and this person you know um yeah yeah do need to wrap this up now but we haven't spoken about you identify as non-binary right yeah like 
I think uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk about it just because I feel like not many people know what non-binary means. Could you explain it for our listeners? So for me, um, non-binary means, you know, like, like whenever I kind of think of my gender, I don't kind of, I just kind of see myself as this person mm. and like not subscribe to any kind of particular way and um i i understand like the appearance how that kind of like um um people kind of perceive you um mm -hmm. but when i actually think of like how like the stereotypes or you know what the actual kind of you know what people kind of perceive as like man or you know or like woman like i i don't i feel like there's a lot of those things that i embody in like mm -hmm. both kind of things so um yeah that's why i feel like non-binary is much more um suited for me where it, mm -hmm. it's like you know okay like this is what it means to be a man um and you need to have like all of these kind of qualities and mm -hmm. particularly you know where the stereotype of you know what is like masculinity and or also um the stereotype of like a black man and all of the uh what is attributed to that yeah and you know growing up as like an a queer like indie kid yeah where you know i wasn't like doing a lot of the kind of stereotypical cool things of you know like black masculinity so i, mm. I think um i kind of quickly like deviated into something um that wasn't so then uh, yeah. yeah like it was very um yeah um but i feel like the way that it also like impacts my sexuality because i'm very like attracted to i don't know like like butch masculine like women but like also mm. like oh. femme boys interesting like those kind of like when it like there's a contrast of those kind of things mm -hmm. you yeah. know masculinity and like dominance in like women or yeah. like you know femme like in like men or like boys then it's just like yeah. that just kind of like i'm just like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then um those are kind of things that i also play with like a lot like um mm -hmm. um playing around with um you know dirty talk or like you know um labels like being called like princess and all of these kind of things in like the bedroom yeah. is like really oh. things that i really enjoy and again like i think it's kind of coming from it's at some point it's like humiliation but at other points it's it's not it's yeah. just things that um you enjoy yeah and um, who you are yeah um so yeah it's very yeah yeah it's very interesting thank you for explaining that for us <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you on our podcast yeah, thank you so much for coming on it's been thank really you. good where can people find you and find your films most importantly yeah so i think the easiest way is um my website where you can find like links to everything else mm -hmm. so that's www.hellorooster.co mm -hmm. uh, um and you can find my twitter and um instagram there but my twitter is also um rooster underscore xxx mm-hmm those X's. Yeah. Yes. Or anuses as we like to <laughs> see them. Little anuses. <laughs> Three little buds. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> please guys if you enjoyed our podcast today please i implore you to rate comment share all of the above we are fucks given subscribe to us subscribe to us yeah that's good mm. please and <laughs> download us on everything if you don't like spotify and itunes and all that jazz like do it all for yeah. us. <laughs> what a pleasure it's been amazing and now we are here to fuck off so thank you so much for joining us so thank much you. love and um hope you have a very Procrastination. Procrastination. Procrastination day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.